Welcome to the Study Skills Handbook podcast series. This episode looks at how students can get themselves motivated to do academic work and is based on a journal article from the Educational Psychologist by C. Walters entitled Regulation of Motivation, Evaluating an Underemphasized Aspect of Self-Regulated Learning. But let's look at the actual techniques. Technique 1. Many students use rewards. They set rewards for themselves. I'll read this section, then I can eat this sandwich or ring this person. Some students actually use the opposite, punishments. They create consequences for themselves where they'll deprive themselves of something if they don't do the work. Second technique is self-praise. Some students find that recognising their progress to themselves and praising themselves for their efforts creates a more positive mental environment and encourages them to keep going. Comments such as, well done, you've solved yet another problem, can help create mental stamina. Third technique is goal-oriented self-talk. Students who think about why they are studying or what possible future outcomes may be from putting in effort can also strengthen the effect of these thoughts by making sub-vocal statements while they're engaged in an academic activity. When faced with an urge to stop working, they may focus on the thought of getting better marks or getting into a particular course at uni or even the satisfaction of learning a new skill or developing self-discipline. The fourth technique is interest enhancement. This involves looking for ways to make the task completed just that little bit more interesting or enjoyable. Even making slight modifications to something can make it less boring or repetitive. One student found that by writing notes in just a different style made the activity a bit more inspiring. Technique five is environmental structuring. This is also referred to as resource management and is all about removing temptations and creating an environment that's more conducive to studying. It may even mean studying in a different location such as a local or school library in order to stay focused on the task to be completed. Number six is proximal goal setting. This is where we break larger tasks into smaller, more manageable chunks to help students feel more motivated about what needs to be done. Setting specific and achievable short-term goals with an allocated time frame can help increase students' sense of, of self-efficacy. And that means your belief in yourself to actually achieve what you're setting out to achieve. Breaking it down makes it much easier to do that. Technique 7 is called defensive pessimism. Student might say to themselves, well, look, I think about how unprepared I am in order to get myself to work harder. Now, there's mixed research about this approach and the negativity involved. However, every student is different, and for some students, making themselves a bit anxious about what they haven't done may be necessary to get them to start doing their work. Number eight is emotional control. Thoughts produce feelings, and feelings lead to actions. If we can make our thoughts and feelings more positive, this can lead to more positive actions. When students are feeling unmotivated, strategies such as taking a short amount of time to close your eyes, engage in deep, slow breathing, or counting slowly backwards from 10 while thinking positive, reassuring thoughts about their abilities to do what has to be done has been found to be beneficial. I hope you found some of these ideas useful and you can try them out. Thank you for joining us, for the, and I hope you're here for the next episode of the Study Skills Hand, Handbook podcast. All the best with your studies.